This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain that everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I am joined today by my guest, Julie Sweet. Julie, are you there? I am. How are you today? Great. How are you? Fantastic. Now, I, because uh, it's easier that way. So, uh, I met you recently in Omaha, Nebraska. That's where you live, correct? Yes. And that's their slogan is if it does not cluck, oink, or moo, we don't eat it. Isn't that right? Something like that. Omaha, really Nebraska. Yep. So, uh, I did an event there. You attended it. And uh, by the way, how'd I do? You did great. That was probably the best part of the class that I'm currently in was, I don't know, having having you in. I just got a renewed energy. Well, thank you. So uh, yep. so my jokes did not offend you or scare you away, not at, at all. least. That's good. <laughs> no. so, uh, so Julie is very tough, obviously. So uh, you had called me. Well, you signed up for Fearless Agent Coaching, so you're brand new with me, but you are not brand new in real estate. How long have you been doing real estate? Well, I actually got my license um, the first of this year, but I've been kind of doing helping people buy and sell their real estate for years. Okay, and does that uh, make sense? yeah, that does make sense. And then you are involved in some other things where you have a very large sphere of influence. I guess we would say, right? Yes, like a church thing or something like that. Right. Right. So when I coach people uh, like you where you're not brand new and you do have a sphere, so we would kind of exploit the sphere uh, perhaps in a way we wouldn't with other coaching students. But you had asked me a question this morning and I asked you to re-ask that. But it was it was you were thinking about doing a mailing to a farm area, uh, sending yeah. out a letter. Now, how many people were you going to send that out to? <laughs> you're not going to like this. No, I'll like um, it. A little – a little over 700. Oh, you're right. I'm not going to like it. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, so 700 people. What was the thing you thought I was not going to like about that? The number was too large or too small? Well, I have learned, I've learned so much from you just in the, the past few days, just reading through the stuff that I got, you know, previously. She's sucking to up to me. <laughs> Ramon, can no. you hear her sucking up to me? That's no, really I, I'm not easy to, I'm not, I'm not an easy suck up person at all. Um, oh, darn it. But I mean, just, just in learning that I can't, um, that it, it, I, that's what I've been working the hardest on is marketing type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's taking a lot of my time and I'm not really producing money and I need to produce money. So, okay. Well, here's, here's the, I think I used an example earlier this way. You caught me when I was still asleep practically because we're in a different time zone. So I probably wasn't thinking straight, but if you, I, were, wasn't either. I, I used the example, if there was a, uh, two houses right next door to each other, and one of them was never going to sell ever, and the other one was thinking about selling right now. But the one that's thinking about selling right now, you're not allowed to send a piece of mail to them or door knock them, but you're allowed to call them, but they aren't going to answer, and all you can do is leave a message. And your message, of course, would say, Hi, my name is Julie Sweet. 
I'm a real estate agent with a company called NP Dodge, and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. If you have any plans of moving ever, please give me a call at 402-677-8369. Thanks for your time and have a great day. So you could leave that message with a person who is thinking of selling their house for sure, but you can't have a live conversation with them. Or you could send a letter to and door knock the next door house where they're never, ever going to sell under any circumstances ever in your lifetime. So which would you rather do? Call and leave the message to the guy who's for sure going to sell or door knock and mail to the person who's never going to sell? Leave a message. Right. With the so, one that's ready to sell now. Yeah. So so almost all of my coaching students use a uh, thing called mojosells.com, which is an automatic three-line dialer. And basically what you're doing is you're just leaving the, these messages. And then occasionally you get to have a live conversation with somebody who actually answers their phone like people are afraid to do anymore. But um, – those live conversations are really not any more valuable necessarily than the uh, message left because a lot of the live conversations, the people say, no, you're going to have to carry me out of here feet first. I'm never leaving, you know, and I would probably be that guy. Uh, so – and that's not true. You, you, I probably will sell someday. But at this moment in my life, I'm, I'm the guy who thinks you're going to have to carry me out of here feet first. I, I love it here and I do love my house. So the the thing that agents are taught completely wrong is that marketing is going to be the key to your success in real estate. It really is going to be sales. So sales is done on the phone. It isn't done via mail. It isn't done by um, email. It isn't done by social media. If you can be great on the phone – and by the way, you are great on the phone. So you, you when I met you, I thought – I always think of this. I, I meet you and I think this Julie lady, she's the person I would list my house with. You just come across very trustworthy and you're not all type A and in my face and loud. You're just a nice, calm, professional real estate agent. And that's that's who I want listing my house. And I'm going to teach you all these insane skills. So not only are you this nice lady. I mean, she's so nice that sweet is her last name, for goodness sakes. <laughs> but she's going to be the shark in the murky water that you don't see coming because she will have insane sales, sales skills. So when you call people up um, and they say, yes, I'm thinking of selling my house, that's when the problems begin. Your problems don't even begin until they say yes. So if you've got something to write with, Julie, and all those folks out there in radio land or podcast land, here's, here's the way that works. So you say, I'm going to role play it with you. You say, yes, I am thinking of selling my house. Okay. Yes, I am thinking of selling my house. Okay. Where are you moving to? Probably more West Omaha. Okay. Now, you notice I didn't say fantastic or great. Right? Because, right. of course, it's great for me, but it's not all about me. And sometimes people are selling their house because they've lost their job. There's a death. There's a divorce. It's not fun, maybe. And so when these coaches tell you to say, great, fantastic, well, it's not fantastic. So don't say that. So, so I'd say, okay, where are you moving to? And you say West Omaha. Now, when you move to West Omaha, are you going to – uh, rent or are you going to buy? 
We'll buy. All right. And is it going to be a condo or is it going to be a house? It'll be a house. And do you think the house that you're going to buy will be bigger than the one you're living in currently or would it be smaller? I'm probably smaller. Is it important to you that it's smaller or would it be okay if it was a little bit bigger? Um, it would be okay if it's a little bigger. All right. And do you think it's going to be more expensive or less expensive than the one you're in now? Um, I'm hoping to spend about the same. Okay, so it would be a bad thing if it was significantly more expensive then? Yeah. Okay, so right there, I found a money problem. I found out that money actually does matter. In fact, her life would be improved if it was less expensive. So with that in mind, um, if I have an amazing strategy, and I do, by the way, and no other agent has it, and you already know they don't, and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for the house you're in now, and they'd be happy they did that, by the way, uh, and you would end up with net, after all the expenses are paid, tens of thousands of extra dollars, more than your house is worth, more than any other agent could ever get you, more than you could get any other way. Would that help your cause financially? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. So, you're, so you're not allergic to money. No, not at all. Okay. So when is the soonest, realistically, that you would be willing to open up your hand, let me plunk the tens of thousands of extra dollars into it, and that would coincide with moving day, probably? Well, we've got some fixing up to do, um, and we're going to clear the staff out. So we're kind of thinking three to six months from now, maybe. Okay. Let me ask you this. The fixing up, uh, what, what are you thinking about doing? Um, we should probably update our bathrooms. Um, they probably are fix up our windows, do some painting, that sort of thing. If you knew for certain, there are very few guarantees in life, but this is one, that by doing the fixing up, you would actually lose tens of thousands of dollars. Would you consider mm -hmm. selling it the way it is, not fixed up? Do you think it was how? No, I don't have to think. I know you would lose tens of thousands of dollars and it would be harder to sell if it was fixed up. But assume I'm right because I am. Uh, if you knew by fixing up you would lose tens of thousands of dollars, could you see your way clear to avoiding fixing up? Um, I suppose, but I guess that's not what I've, I've been told. No, everything you've been told is wrong, of course, but uh, you, you're not allergic to money. You, you would avoid fixing it up if you knew you would get more money by not fixing it up. Is that, is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, if you don't have to fix it up, when's the soonest moving day would realistically be? Well, I still need to clean out some stuff, so maybe a couple months. Okay, so you so you mean sixty days from today you could imagine moving? Is that realistic? It'd be a push, but I could probably get it done if for tens of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and your are you married? Yes. Okay. Um, by the way, when you married your husband, uh, I bet you married him because you thought he had potential, not because he was perfect. Am I right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he was a little <laughs> bit of a fix-up. <laughs> That's my point, yeah. folks. Okay, yeah. so, um, all right, well, K 
can I explain step by step exactly how I sell your house for tens of thousands of extra dollars more than you could get any other way? Of course. Okay. Step number one is we're going to meet. And I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you and your husband have nine to five jobs? You know what? I've got 7 p.m. available this this Friday, or would the following Monday be better? Um, well, we need to clean. Um, Not for me. You'd have to make it messier for me to feel at home. Um, well, in that case, Friday. Yeah, so that's how it's done. So I, I'm glad you brought up the fix-up thing, okay, because uh, the big lie is that uh, fixing up your house – is going to get you to get more money for it. Uh, there are no home improvement projects that you would do that you would ever get your money back. So when you see people doing fix and flips is a good example of that. Now, 90% of the people who do fix and flips probably lose money doing it and they never do one again. But the people who think they're making money uh, they're not making it money because they fixed it up. They're making money on the appreciation that happened during the six months they spent fixing it up. And they would have been better off not fixing it up and, and they would have ended up with more money. And the National Association of Realtors sends us a little magazine called Realtor Magazine. And in, in I think twice a year they have a remodeling issue and they show the percentage of the of your return and the biggest return comes from kitchens and baths but it's about 97%. So you're even losing money on that and and I always say if I have a choice let's say there's two houses right next door to each other and I'm going to list them both or I can only list one of them. And one of them is a huge fix up and the other one is freshly remodeled. I would much – and my job is to sell it for more than fair market value, which I'm extremely good at and I'm going to teach you how to do that every time. But if I want to sell the house for way more than it's actually worth, the, the fixed-up house, it's going to be much more difficult to do that. The fix-up house is going to be easy. I can make the buyer grossly overpay on the fix-up because it's got a little, a little thing called potential. Potential is very sexy. You saw it in your husband. I can guarantee you I wouldn't be married today if my wife didn't think I had potential. Of course, she was wrong. I had no potential, but uh, but that was the dream at least. So the fix-up, people can say, oh, I can change this. I can do this. I can make it my own. And and if you, if you buy a brand new – have you ever bought a brand new home from a builder? No. Well, when you buy a brand new home from a builder – it always comes with the same exact color flooring. What color is that? Beige. No. No. It's any color you want. You get any color you want. You get any color countertops you want, any surface you want. It's that custom experience and that's why you grossly overpay because actually when you buy a new home, it's a fix-up. You're actually buying a vacant lot. They have to build everything from scratch and you get it just the way you want it. You get any floor plan you want. You get any colors you want. Everything you want, it's a custom experience. And that's why you grossly overpay. And then two years later, you can't sell it for what you paid it for because it only has that new car smell and it only has that custom experience the first time. So that's why the fix-up house is easier to make people grossly overpay for. 
and all this talk about staging and all that stuff that, you know, realtors are taught all this stuff that doesn't matter because the people who train them can't sell. So if you don't know how to sell, you always want to talk about NLP or the disc profile or staging or all this – or social media or all this baloney that has nothing to do with people making money in real estate. So what I want you to do is be the highly trained salesperson on the phone and only ask smart questions and go through that list of questions I ask you. So just to review, it was uh, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? Is it going to be a house or a condo? Is it going to be bigger or smaller? Is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? Then you find the money problem. Then you sell them on the product, which is the tens of thousands of extra dollars. Then you crush the competition. Then you resell them on the product. And then you go to win only after that. Now, if I was narcissistic and it was all about me, like all the other coaches are, they start with when. When can I make money off of you is the very first question they ask. And by the way, if any, and if any of this that we're talking about makes sense to any of you out there listening and you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone and we can just see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. And I love talking to realtors. I don't want anybody to think they're bothering me. Don't email me. Don't text me. Always call me at 480-385-8810. And if you can't afford coaching but you wish you could, just go to fearlessagent.com. Watch our 45-minute webinar. Takes lots of notes. Uh, Go to our video training page. And my guarantee to you is that those free videos would be better coaching and training for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you no matter what. So um, now you were on the very – you just signed up. So you were on our very first – You know, basically the way I do coaching is it has three parts. I'm shipping out to you five presentations. So it's listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer, and investor. You have not received those yet. Is that true? Right. And then I I did email you the first three most important parts of the listing presentation so you can start learning that. And then you can call me anytime and then we have a group uh, coaching call and you were on the first one of those. How would you – just tell your your the friends out there in Radio Land what, uh, what your impression was of that. Um, well, my first impression because you started talking – you came on and said, well, we're going to continue kind of talking about – you know, we were talking about investment properties, and I'm thinking, oh, I wanted to get, like, the, the basic stuff. Um, but I was amazed at what I learned. I mean, there's there's really kind of backwards thinking about investment properties, what kind to buy, where to buy, um, all that sort of thing. And I was amazed at what I learned just from that, you know, hour-long conference or whatever. Right, and we do one hour on one or two topics of my choosing, and then at the end there's normally about a half an hour for questions on any topic, and that's kind of where – that way you get a little bit of everything, but uh, I'm always amazed at the great questions people have that I would not have thought of. So, uh, yeah, well, thank you for participating in that. So when we were talking about the um, the mailing, um, I'd, I think I told you this story, but I sent out uh, – I spent about $30,000 a year on 
stamps alone, just postage on postcards and brochures that I would send out. And looking back on it, I would never do that again because when I sold my business to another agent to, in order to facilitate me doing this, um, I noticed that I did a little checking on the numbers and all the people who had non-published phone numbers, in other words, I could never have a phone call with them, but I did mail to them. So um, I got no calls from those people and I mean zero. Then there's the people who have a published phone number that I was never able to talk to because they would never answer their phone. But I did leave a message and I did get a lot of business from them. And then there was the people where I was able to have live conversations because they had a published phone number and they did answer the phone. And over the years, you know, I'm calling them. And, but, but I got uh, not a whole lot more business from the people that did answer the phone versus the people who didn't answer the phone. Uh, I got about the same amount of business, but I got zero business from the people I just mailed to. So it proved to me scientifically that the mailing was almost worthless and certainly I shouldn't have mailed to people that had non-published phone numbers. That was a complete waste of money. But if I had it to do over again, I would not mail. And the coaching students that I have that make the most money, they do no marketing of any kind. Uh, if you just had a web page, if you didn't have a website or a web page, that'd be fine with me. I wouldn't encourage you to go spend money on that. But um, most websites I see that realtors have, it's, it, it serves the opposite purpose that you would want it to. And uh, but if you do, if you just avoid doing your marketing wrong on the stuff you are already doing or or thinking of doing, and or just don't do it at all, you'd be better off. So I want you to be a uh, I want you to be amazing on the telephone, and uh, the secret to that is understanding what I call the science of sales, and it and it boils down to this: there's a a, a um, famous economist and think tank guy called uh, – his name is Dr. Thomas Sowell. And he always says, you know, life doesn't give you want what you want. Life doesn't give you what you want. It gives you options. So would you rather fall naked into lava or a free trip to Disneyland? See, no one ever gets that wrong. So when I'm – when you're doing the your value proposition – it ends with would you like to end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars that you do not deserve or are you allergic to money? And everybody gets it right. No one ever says, no, I don't want to hear how that works. They all – and if anybody who says, no, I don't want to hear about how that works, they're lying or they are um, uh, crazy or not sane or not smart, um, not, a good, not a good prospect in other words. So what what other questions do you have, Julie, that you're thinking of? Well, they're kind of off subject. Go go um, for it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, we had talked a little bit about um, working open houses, and you had said something about rather than my seeking buyers, which I'm learning I, I, re I really would rather work with sellers. Um, and you said, you know, just refer them on to another agent and take a referral fee. What kind of referral fee are we talking about? Good question. Okay. So we're either going to do 50%, 20%, 30, 50, 30, or 20. So write those down. So I the way I did it is I would get the buyer to come into my office. They're pre-approved through my lender. 
I've already ascertained that they have 40% or more to put down so they can win the bidding war if there's a multiple offer situation. And uh, they're pre-approved through my lender and I know what is the highest monthly payment that they qualify for and they're willing to use my lender. So they, they come in, they meet with me in my office and then I give the fearless agent buyer presentation which always ends in them signing the buyer broker agreement. And then I introduce them to Sally, my air quotes uh, partner, and she does a much better job of finding you the perfect house than I do. So whatever Sally tells you to do, I want you to do. In other words, if she says don't buy that house, do not buy that house. If she says offer that much, offer that much. If you do what Sally tells you to do, you are going to end up living in your favorite house. And if you don't, you might end up living in your 15th favorite house. So are you going to do what Sally tells you to do? And you go, oh, yes, of course. Okay. So then she takes you out. Now, I've done all the things that Sally can't do. She doesn't know how to get him to sign the buyer broker agreement. She doesn't know how to get him to come into the office, which shows commitment. She doesn't know how to get him to use my lender, which means that the deal is going to close because my lender never screws up. She doesn't know how to weed out the people that don't have 40 percent or more to put down. So I've done all that stuff, which is really the heavy lifting. And then, then she takes it from there. They are her buyer. They're in her database. Any future referrals go to her and I take a 50 percent referral fee for that. So we split it 50-50. Now, if okay. – go ahead. Um, no, the buyer agreement that you get them to sign, is that with you or with the person you're going to refer them Well, to? it really is with my office, and she's in my office, so it wouldn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then um, – now, let's say I schedule the appointment. They're expecting to meet with me. They are pre-approved through my lender. They do have the 40 percent down. They're coming in. But I'm too busy because i got to go on a listing presentation. Then Sally would take it from there. And then she would owe me a 30% referral fee on that. If okay. I just have a phone conversation and I don't have time to schedule the appointment to get him to come in, but I give the raving fan endorsement to, about Sally and how great she is, uh, but I don't have time to schedule anything and I, and, and I get them to beg me to have Sally call them, uh, then that would be worth 20%. A boomtown lead – or web lead, or Zillow lead, or Realtor.com lead, com lead uh, is worth nothing. Handing a name and a phone number to an agent, and that agent has a cold call that person, that's that's worth nothing. They'd be better off calling through the phone book than doing that. So if you stair step the the value of the of the lead that you're referring, then um, and actually. Even at the 20 percent referral fee, I would make far more dollars per hour on that one than I would at the one where I'm getting them to come in. So it's it's about increasing the dollars per hour is what you're going to try to do. Okay. And if you want to show houses, if you go to my website at fearlessagent.com and watch all the videos on the video training page, there's a video called How to Make Right Now Money in Real Estate, which is about open houses, but it tells you when you're showing houses what to say. Could you live here is the magic question. So one thing, you know, my, my – uh, you know Floyd Wickman. You ever heard of him? 
I have. So he he was my mentor and my great friend, and I'd be dead without him and broke for sure. But um, you know, he always said, uh, "Ask them to buy every house you show them." So when you're showing a house, um, keep your mouth shut. Let them look through the house and then ask one question that, that is, could you live here? And if they say, no, oh, no, I couldn't live here. Well, uh, what would have to be different in this house in order for you to live here? They say, well, it would have to be in a completely different neighborhood because this neighborhood stinks. I hate this neighborhood. And they say, why are we still in this house and get out of it? You know, people will <laughs> – Start looking at stuff in a house that they have no intention of living. So get in the house, and the next, and every house, I say, could you live here? And then, if the answer is no or yes, what would have to be different in this house for you to actually be living in it? And just little stuff like that. Really, sales is a series of disciplines that you always do this, you never do that. You do this before you do that. You never do this before you do that. Never talk commission until they're sold on the price. Never talk price till they're sold on you and your company and listing with you tonight. Never talk about you and your company till they're sold on the idea of using an agent. In other words, if it's a FISBO. So just, just that kind of stuff. So I think that's going to help you in your future. Now, you and I, uh, your goal, my goal for you is that you do 40 listings in the next 12 months. Is that okay with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and what is your average sales price? Did you say 200? 275. 275. And I'm going to take $275,000 times 4%, and that's 11000 So from now on, I want you to never take a listing less than 7%, and you keep four. Fair enough? Sounds great to me. Okay, so that's 11000 times 40 is $440,000 gross closed commissions. That will happen in the next 12 months. That is very realistic. Half of that goes to the split, uh, expenses, write-offs, all that kind of stuff. So you're left with $220,000 net taxable income like it's a salary job with a company car because you do get to write off your car. So if that happens in the next 12 months, you'll be very happy. Oh, yes. I'd be very happy. Okay. You and I are going to commit to that, okay? And what you're going to do is get not get off the phone until you've scheduled five listing appointments a week. Two of those are going to cancel. You'll go on three and you'll get one at least. And, um, and then you would get eight weeks of non-working weekdays off, okay? And you don't have to work weekends if you don't want to. You're a church person. I'm a church person, so we don't work on Sundays. And if you want to take Saturdays off, too, that's fine with me. And that means no phone calls, no texting, or no emails about real estate. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, if somebody out there listening to the podcast says, my goodness, this Julie Sweet lady is fantastic, I need to send a listing or buyer referral to her, they can call you at 402-677-8369, and that is toll-free day or night. Am I right, Julie? Absolutely. And she will do a great job. I've met her face-to-face, and uh, she will do a fantastic job for you. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. And please give us a review of this podcast on iTunes. If you liked it, give us a five-star review. If you hated it, 
uh, go to our complaint department in Nome, Alaska. That's where we take the complaints. Uh, Until next week, I want all of you to always have fun. More importantly, when you have all these insane sales skills, make sure you stay humble and most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.